Major Spoilers theme song. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Pod on on the air. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod pod podcast. I'm Matthew I'm Rodrigo, and I'm Stephen. If you're listening to the Major Spoilers podcast, 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 the Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Hey everyone, welcome to the weekend edition of the Major Spoilers Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bright, sunny, 80 degrees. Mm, if it were May. Uh, Holy crap, it's cold outside. And when we sit inside and we sit around the fire and try to keep warm on these cold winter evenings, days, whenever you may be listening. We, we suddenly scream, ah, we do not have a fireplace. Where did this fire come from? <laughs> Uh, I was new and where are my Legion comics? And where is my beautiful wife? And the days go by. Um, we're going to spend this episode talking about what we are excited for in 2011, what we're looking forward to in 2011, our predictions for 2011. This is a positive episode. There were some downer moments on the Wednesday show where mm. we were talking about the worst of 2010. 2011, bright and shiny, Rodrigo. Uh. Rob, you act friend, like Rob. you didn't come up with the theme for the show, you know? Our friend Rob I'm was kind of down about this. something the other day. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? It's all going to be rainbows and lollipops. Yeah. That's what I see as 2011. If 2011 screws me over, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> if it's December 31st next year and I'm hanging from a rope, you'll know exactly why. <laughs> but so far, I'm very positive about 2011. Yeah. Matthew, what are you looking forward wow. to? What are some of the things that you're looking forward to in, in 2011? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really... Uh, I, I think that putting too much emphasis pre-judgment, you know, judgment, you too much preoccupation sure. with what's going to happen, I think throws things off. I'm looking forward to 2011 being the year where I become independently wealthy. Hmm. Uh, where Scarlett Johansson returns my phone calls. Well, I mean, do you probably some- because I'm independent. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I, you kind of mentioned some stuff in the in the past in the last show that seemed kind of positive, mm-hmm. forward looking things in 2011. Yeah, but that was that was three days ago. I don't remember what happened then. <laughs> but you know, it, if I were going to try and predict things, I think that. On March the 1st, 2011, the Constitution of Finland will be rewritten. Um, I think that on March the 26th, uh, Vladimir Putin will be elected president of Russia. And I think that on April 22nd, Brazil... Wait, that's 2000. My bad. I always get those confused. Uh, (laughs) I'm kind of looking forward to Green Lantern in a horrible way. Really? Why? Why a horrible way? Because... Because I'm not going to see it in the theaters, and most of what I know about it is going to come from the trailers and what you guys tell me. And I think that there's going to be a huge backlash of, this totally sucks! Because people are bastard-coated bastards with a creamy bastard filling, and comic book people, specifically comic book people can make the, the bastardy as bastard look positively pleasant in comparison. And I feel like this Green Lantern movie is going to have a lot more, you know, a lot more in common with Bruce Willis action flicks than what people expect from a Hal Jordan story. I don't think it's going to be so much a story about Hal Jordan as it is the way the new Green Lantern stories are going to go. 
from that mm-hmm. point forward. So, yeah. I mean, I can see I'm that. I'm interested I mean, to see if it works. There are some things that should be concerning to people about this. I mean, this was something that they were still slapping the story together as it was going into production. Mm-hmm. There were there have been comments about this is going to be a fun action movie, and usually when people hear fun action movie, they instantly think of uh, what was that? Not Cop Out, the Kevin Smith movie. What was the other one that had Mark Wahlberg and uh, oh, the Good Guys? The Good Guys. That's what people think of as fun action movies. Then that does put a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah. And certainly, there were a few moments in the first trailer release that have a few people going, "Hmm, I'm not so sure about that." But you know, c- comic book pop culture movies for 2011. There are. I'm looking forward to. I mean, I am looking forward to Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people say about Zack Snyder and his. Fast to slow cranking of the of the projector. I love that stuff when it's done right. I watched the Owls of Gahulihu or whatever that mm-hmm. was. And I was like, okay, I wonder if they're going to do that in here. And there was a moment at the end in the fight scene where there are a couple of very slow motion knife wing things going on. And then it like, speeds up and then again. it sped up and it's like, okay, well, that that works. I think Sucker Punch just looks wonderful. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's got the eye candy. It's got the. Effects. Other, the I other mean, kind of eye it's got candy. The other kind of guy candy in it as well. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. I'm looking forward to Thor, mm-hmm. even though I saw maybe what could possibly be the entire synopsis plot of the movie today. Uh, it still sounds okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward, like Matthew said, to Green Lantern in a positive way. Uh, I'm even looking forward to Captain America, the first adventure. I'm looking forward to those movies. There were very few times this past year where I actually said, I'm going out to the movie. I've put my foot down, just right. like that. Uh, <laughs> and th- those movies on that list are movies that I will say, I don't care what's going on. I'm going to go see those movies. I don't care if I've got a meeting and I have to go. I'm going to go see them with those movies. Right, Hugo, what are you looking forward to in 2011? I'm looking forward to... A four-leaf clover that yes. I overlooked before. That's over. <laughs> um, why would you why would you do that uh, you set him off <laughs> i'm looking forward to um a a solid product from wizards of the coast a like that virtual tabletop mm-hmm. that will be awesome and not buggy at all like their awesome presentation where they were first pitching well, a that's the question edition. i have is because what is the one that i that's up on um wizards of the coast now that game design that dungeon design thing is that what yeah. you're talking about with a beta? Yeah. Okay. That, that, and that's a beta. That is no thank you. And that's the one that you were telling me about. Somebody's like, hey, they want to hook you up with that because yeah. I'm already kind of hooked up with it. And it's right at this moment, not wonderful. Right. So you're hoping they change that around? Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be really great. And I'm not just saying this because I want it to be and because it's not going to be like that at all. And because mm-hmm. they're promising this to me since they came out with fourth edition. Yeah. Um, that's not the reason why I'm saying this. I am saying this because I genuinely believe that what I'm actually, that's not true at all. It's probably going to suck. Really? Yeah. Wizards of the Coast has like they, and, and by wizards, I do mean the D and D team because the magic team is actually really good about this, but the D and D team, not so much. And I wish that they had just gone out and said, either said, daddy, to Hasbro, mm-hmm. we need to for you to get some of your guys out of your video game division and program us a thing that is awesome. Yeah, for our character builder yeah. and our monster guy yeah. and our virtual desktop. Mm-hmm. Please make it a priority, or to just take a wad of cash and be like, 
hey, awesome programmers who make very intuitive things. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know that if a video game program would have been better, but it's like, I, I think that's something that has an interface like a pop cap game yeah. would have been pretty great for the character builder, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. And, right. you know, I, I wish that they would outsource that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe they are, and it just hasn't turned out that great. But I get the feeling that they're not, that they're just basically hiring individual people to put this stuff uh, together yeah, for yeah, them, yeah. as opposed to going to a company that does this sort of thing and saying, make us a thing. It'll be powered by Monkey Wrench or whatever the crap you guys call yourselves. Yeah. Tally ho. I, I just wish Microsoft would just finish up get the off surface. The, yes, finish up with the surface. Make it so that it's not only affordable by just restaurants and hotels, mm-hmm. but something that the average consumer could buy. Or if if Apple would just say, hey, guess what? Here's a giant iPad pad, tabletop right. iPad. It's touch sensitive or a screen that's so touch sensitive that's, you know, 30 inches that you could lay down flat mm-hmm. and use some of these pins <laughs> and things and do like what the Surface does with that Dungeons See, and Dragons. That's what we that need would to do. be awesome. We need to get, we need to get up, find a program that allows you to lay down a dungeon but also is sensitive to or or interacts with because the ipad has wi-fi right has can ipads can talk to each other you can play games so there's a very cool scrabble game where you've got your ipad as the scrabble board and everybody has their ipods as their right right exactly exactly awesome stuff like that so we just get like four ipads and put them together and that'll be be our gaming table that would be awesome get on it okay did you hear that people Get on it. That's right. You have a deadline. Has to be done by October. October. Because we got some cool critical hit stuff coming up. Yep. That's reasonable. Let's go. Kevin Smith coming on the Critical Hit Podcast. Yes, people also, also looking forward to that thing that will totally happen. Yes, that's that is people say, Oh, what are some predictions that you have for 2011, Stephen? Kevin Smith will be on Critical Hit. And you know, you can't have all your predictions come true. No. So you can put that in the one that's probably more than likely, not going to happen. <laughs> Matthew, do you have some predictions for 2011? Not what you're looking forward to, but where do you see the industry going, or what kind of interesting things do you think are going to happen in 2011, good or bad? I believe that in the year 2011, there will come a point where Deadpool loses three or four of his books. I'm hoping that the year 2011 is the year where we finally figure out how much is too much mm-hmm. and we don't have to slog through 18 monthly Batman titles. Yeah. That, I was really disappointed when I saw that in March because everybody's always making fun of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Batman, it's like, he's got like 17 titles. Yeah. Well, the thing about Wolverine is that he guest Dude, stars the in other guy. people's titles. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they've they've slowly grown together into the same guy they didn't used to be the same guy but now they are i can't wait till we go into a gatekeeper comics and hobbies hunt to engage topeka and you've got two choices this this half of the of the room is batman this half of the room is wolverine titles and that's it and like right at the center is that wolverine as long as i work there from like the there will still be that thunder agent section (laughs) that nobody wants to read so a whittling down of over too many titles is what you're saying, Matthew. Sure. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, kind of to tie in with that, and it's kind of a dire prediction, mm-hmm. not only this whittling down of titles, but in the direct market, and I know a lot of people are going to be upset about this, 
but we got to face reality and we have to look at what's happened in the last quarter of 2010. I predict that the top selling comic of 2011 will only sell 125,000 copies. Wow. Now that's not counting reprints, you know, cause there are some companies that are notorious for doing a shallow print run mm-hmm. and then having edition two, three, four, and five come out. Uh, but the top selling comic will hit 125,000 this year. Now that's maybe not too far off. The highest selling title in 2010 was only 163,000. So we're looking at 40,000 less mm-hmm. than that. So, do you have a prediction, Rodrigo? Yes. My prediction is that somebody somewhere will figure out how to do a, what I want to say, like a cost-effective trade. And by this, I mean the system that Oni is already doing and Mm -hmm. every manga is already doing will be adopted by the mainstream comic book market. And you mean we like will, the nine ninety nine trade? Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Basically, or like the six fifty, mm-hmm. like sh- like small manga oh, yeah, size yeah, yeah. trade. Yeah, um, because there are people already doing it. And what do you keep hearing from people? Well, I'm just gonna wait till it comes out in the trade. Well, I'm just gonna wait till it comes out in the trade. Clearly, the answer is to just come out with the trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a risk, mm-hmm. but so is putting out. So is you know. Uh, ordering six issues of a comic that is only going to go for four issues. Yeah. You know, that's still a loss to your pocket book. Well, and the fact that, you know, let's face it, uh, you buy six issue in the individual issues, you might be paying anywhere from uh, 18 to $24 in the trade. It's only going to be 19 bucks. Right. So there's a cost savings issue there. Um you know, some companies, like we said before, Oni have, have done that with like mm-hmm. the Scott Pilgrim stuff. They could have come out with a series of single issues on that. Thank God they didn't. Right. Um, are, are you looking at a small publisher doing this or are you looking at like um, a Blue Water Productions? Or I, are you I've, looking at I think DC and Marvel? Somebody from there is going to say. I, even even Dark Horse or Image. Okay. Because Dark Horse sort of already does it, but it's usually with stuff that's already come out. You know, they, right. print, they put out a lot of omnibuses, yeah, omnibi, yeah. omnibi, I don't know. Um, octopi. <laughs> um, but I think that either Image or Dark Horse are gonna get on this bandwagon, and mm-hmm. then DC and Marvel are gonna catch on. And it might follow another one of my predictions, which is that the bottom's kind of gonna fall out of either DC or Marvel. Okay. Like one of those two companies is gonna get a big hole punch through them that's going to be interesting which one do you think it's going to be because and matthew chime in on this as well because um dc has announced that they're holding this line at 299 Mm -hmm. right um i had heard through several different websites that dc was hoping that november was going to be their big month they were finally going to surpass marvel Mm -hmm. in market share not dollar share obviously but market share and they didn't and that some people are kind of bummed about that. But there's no way. I mean, Marvel, all they have to do is crap out another 50 books mm-hmm. that are, you know, bound trades or something. But I'm wondering if DC is holding that 299, do they think that they're going to get more people to buy more books uh, because it's a cheaper price and thus overprice Marvel and Marvel's going to, you know, collapse? Is the fact that both of these companies have huge corporations behind them? I mean, Disney can throw a crap ton of money at at yeah. uh, at Marvel and not even blink, and they're already you know uh, p- 
pillaging the properties for their cartoon shows and their movies and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And DC is this, and DC is the same way. They've got Warner Brothers behind them. Do you really see the bottom falling out from one of those two? Which one will it be first? Uh, you know, I just for no reason, I just have this feeling that it's going to be Marvel. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Matthew, some thoughts on that? Is that a way out prediction? Uh, no, I think you may be overthinking it, but there's probably a thought process where that happens. But I want to say that having a major corporation backing Marvel now, a major, I guess, a, a multimedia national conglomerate equal to Warner Brothers or whomever, is probably going to lead to some one-upmanship. And I think that, yeah, holding the 299 is DC's way of saying, see, we still care. And yeah, I think they will move more books. I don't know if that means they're going to take over the market share. But I think that people are going to be buying the 299 titles, at least for a while, as a point of pride and going, ha-ha, yes, they have held it at this price point and I'm going to buy it. You know, if they really want to impress me, they could roll it back to two and a quarter. Do you think that'll happen? Oh no! You know, not and, the least. you know. There's always I don't a. Think it, there could always be a, a rivalry. You know, there's always a rivalry between those two companies. Some say it's friendly. Some say it's really cutting. Mm-hmm. With Disney having all the money that Disney has, they could basically say, "Okay, let's take a loss on Marvel this year. Let's roll all our bo- all of our print books back to a dollar ninety nine or ninety nine cents or fifty cents or seventy five cents or whatever that they want to do. Some ridiculous price." And totally cripple DC if they even try to do that. There's no way that they could do that. I mean, Warner Brothers is a big no. company, but they're not. Yeah, they, but even then, Disney throw, wouldn't. I get this. Disney would not do that. Not in this economy. They could. They could probably. I throw, mean, they have the capital to do it. Maybe. Yeah. But it's it's just something that like it is very clear yeah. that DC has acquired Marvel so that they can mine Disney, their properties. Disney acquired Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, they well, could say, you look at all the money we're making have... off this cartoon show. Mm-hmm. Offset it by lowering the price of those but comic you, books. You, you don't get to have the kind of capital that Disney has by making stupid decisions with your capital. And rolling back prices to that extreme would be a stupid decision. For a number of reasons, it would, well, first of all, it would have the retailers bothered. Because when we talk about these things, we don't take into account the fact that the retailers still have to order, still have to move, right, still right. have to, you know, price and go through the same thing. So, you know, I can see it as a an FU move, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think that the cutting part of the rivalry comes with individuals, individual writers, editors, whomever. I don't think that the corporate entities really have any enmity because quite frankly they are splitting up the lion's share of the market yeah mm-hmm. dc wants to take number one but i don't think dc's hurting at this point in time i don't think they're at a point where being you know number two of the big two is really undermining their profit margin no, by a huge amount no. especially with all the merchandising and licensing they oh, do yeah. with batman and superman i'm sure they're not hurting but they need to get their act together do you think matthew that there'll be a month in 2011, where DC will beat Marvel in the market share? Oh, yeah. I mean, WCW overtook WWF for 96 continuous weeks. But, you know, being the fight that it is, I think it's going to be more of a Pyrrhic victory. It's going to be more about 
you know, the PR of we finally overtook Marvel, woohoo, and then, you know, a month or two months or a year later, Marvel will retake the slot and they'll, they'll be like, haha, we were always awesome to begin with. Now we mm-hmm. are America's favorite fries. <laughs> exactly. You were talking about trimming down books and trimming down, maybe cutting back on uh, artists and creators, Matthew. Uh, I have a prediction mm-hmm. that may be a little out there, and hopefully I'm wrong, but I predict that Ultimate Comics will shut its doors by 2012. Mm. By the end of 2011, Agreed. as we go into 2012, Ultimate Comics will be no more. Oh, I can totally and see that. we can see it happening right oh, now with this yeah. death of Spider-Man. If they really kill off Spider-Man, what's left in the Ultimate Universe that's even worth reading? Avengers? Crap, no. no. X-Men? Psh, that's not even around. Fantastic Four, Fantastic They'll have what? to do something unheard of. The thing about the Ultimate Universe is that it initially started as a way to retell stories we'd already seen. Right. And then it became a way to retell stories without things that people were embarrassed by, making things new things to be embarrassed by eventually. Right. And at this point in time, the Ultimate Universe is basically an appendix. How much, it serves uh, no real function. How many titles in the Marvel 616 is Brian Michael Bendis writing right now? Do you know off the top of your head? All of them. <laughs> I, I think six, five or six. Okay. At one point, if, he well, was. I don't count powers, so it may be five. You know, at one point, he was writing everything, nearly everything in Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's having too much fun now in 616 that he can just say, eh, not so much interested in hmm. young Peter Parker. Honestly, the Ultimate that. Universe kind of ran its course. Yeah, I, I just think that the yep. the doors are going to close on that this year. Maybe something else will come out of it, but I'm just thinking it's time to time to shut down. Ultimatum really effed over the Ultimate Universe. So, anything, Rodrigo? What else you got? Um, in the future, in the future, something, something, day and date release steal Steven's thunder. Oh, Rodrigo, how dare you steal my thunder <laughs> about digital comics? I'm just setting you up. No, yeah, I, really, I think you know, Image Comics has become closer and closer and closer with this idea of day and date release. Right now, we've got Invincible is getting day and date release. I actually read uh, the latest issue of Invincible before it arrived at my door, uh, which was great. Um, I think that we're going to see a majority of images titles hit day and date. I mean, walking dead is so close right now to being day and date release that it'll hit. And that's their popular one. They get spawn on board, get bomb queen, get skull kickers, get uh, morning glories. Holy crap. If they got morning glories on there, all the emo kids would be all over that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have most of their popular titles day and date by the end of the year. I also think DC before too long, we'll have more titles day and date release than Marvel does. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you're talking about 2 million people, 2 million potential more customers buying your books and you're and they can buy them the same day that they're released in the store, that'd be a big deal for many companies. Um, the one thing that is missing, though, and the thing that's frustrating for me, at least, in the digital comic realm, and I'll probably talk about more about this in 2011, um, subscription service. I would like to say I want to buy 12 issues of Morning Glories. I want to buy 12 issues of this, just like a regular subscription used to be, mm-hmm. and be able to say I want to subscribe to these 12 issues for this price, and I don't have to worry about going in and checking to see when this new comic is released. Right, right. It's just automatically downloaded. Just like they have subscription services through iTunes, yeah. through TV shows and, and music subscriptions, 
I see we're going to see that this year from Comixology specifically before anybody else, um, this subscription-based idea through the iPad. Matthew, do you think you're going to uh, get an iPad this year and do some digital comicking, or are you going to stay with that Android and do some more digital comicking mm-hmm. in 2011? Not unless you send me one. Uh, yeah, I'm not the guy who wants the cutting-edge technology. The only reason I got this Android phone was a fluke. My wife wanted a particular device, mm-hmm. and if I got this Android, her device was free ah. as opposed to $270 out of pocket. Mm-hmm. So I have this cool Android phone, and it's nice, it's interesting, but for day-and-date release... I think it would really break down to me is I'm not necessarily interested in today's comics. Now, if I had access to more of a back issue catalog, I might be more interested. Mm -hmm. You know, if I had a big enough screen with the iPad, I might be interested more than likely somewhere three or four years down the line. I'm going to get the, uh, you know, the, the uh, inexpensive Mexican non-union version of an iPad. (laughs) And well, then I'll, I, I'll have that, and I'll read the books that you've been reading now. Well, but see, that's kind of the, the kind of the weird thing right now is a lot of the issues that they're putting out. This book was released in 2002. This book was released in 2007. It's like, well, you know, I've already read those. Yeah. So I have little interest in, unless it's something really good like Batman Year One that I just really don't want to dig through the 70,000 comics that I have boxed right. up and try to find that. I want to be able to go and download that one. Or if I've never read the original run of Avengers, let me download and read the original run of Avengers. But when it comes to me saying, crap it, everyone's talking about this amazing Spider-Man, the mm-hmm. 648, and I want to buy it, and my Hastings doesn't have, have it because they only ordered two copies, and two people I know already bought those and aren't sharing, yep. I want to be able to Rob. Go, yes. I want to go and buy that comic on the iPad and read it that day. I don't want to have to wait two more years to read that. Mm-hmm. Now, on the plus side, people who haven't been reading comics lately, and I think somebody in one of the, either on the, um, in the Major Spoilers forums or on one of the stories that we had posted on the Major Spoilers site said, you know, I haven't read comics in two years. If I got back into them, I'd be completely lost. Well, not if you did it digitally, because you'd be able to pick right back up where mm-hmm. you left off, and by the time you've read through all of those, most of these companies will have day and date. So... I don't know. Nothing else, Rodrigo, from you? Um, let's see. What else do I predict? Um, I predict that also somebody will economy going to get better. I think the economy is going to get better. Okay. I think it's. I think it's already getting better. 3D going to die out in 2011. Oh, that is a great <laughs> question. Um, I, th- I think, I think. Here's here's my actual prediction. Okay. 3D will be in its death throes in 2011. Okay. And will continually be fed and and kept on live support into 2012. Okay. Disney and all the other companies have already put way too much money into it. They're going to try to keep it alive, but it's not going to die for another year. I think probably. we're starting to see that already. There's some mm-hmm. some rumblings that people are like, "Well, maybe we did jump the gun on this and not everybody's going to not everything's going to be Avatar." And hey, remember uh, you know, 6 years ago when people were screaming that 3D was a fad and how it was a fad before and it's going to die and maybe those people were right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think 3D might might hit a stump. Matthew, you said no. 
I said, no, 2011 is too soon for 3D to die because we're still complaining about it. Oh, really? Okay. We, uh, we, yeah, we, we complaining about it. You and I, we're, we're the internet. You know, we're those guys who show up at your door with a lightsaber and a funny hat going, it's okay, man. We're from the internet. But <laughs> I'm gonna try when <laughs> John Q. Schmuckensy starts complaining, when Entertainment Tonight, when Leonard Malton starts complaining in about 2013, maybe, at that point, 3D will finally go away for 17 to 18 years, much like a cicada. Uh-huh. And then it will, you know, show up again in our 60s. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, and it's not over. You know, the Japanese had said that if they had gotten the World Cup uh, in 20, what was it, 2020 or 2022 or whatever that was, <laughs> mm-hmm. that they would set up in soccer stadiums around the world a 3D projection system so you could sit there and watch the games in the stadium and it would look like you're watching the games in Japan. That's nice. what they had promised. And then they gave it to Qatar. Qatar. And then Japan said, well, I'm not going to do that now. Your well. laws, the world. <laughs> See what happens when you screw over the Japanese. That's right. Also, no more fish for anybody. <laughs> Transistor radios down the tubes. Matthew, is the economy going to improve in 2011? I agree with Rodrigo. The economy is improving, but we're in the Midwest. We didn't actually yeah. feel the bad economy until was- two years after everybody on the coast was whining about it. So yeah. we'll probably still be dealing with the after effects of bad economy well into next spring. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, I think that from my perspective, recovery is, you know, a, a, a probability. Anytime, you know, things could go wrong and everything could burst into flames tomorrow. But I don't think it will because there are so many people whose job is to point out how it could burst into flames. There are guys whose only job is to sit and watch, you know, what's the difference between that 12-point stock share yesterday and today? Uh, well, we're all going to die. You know, I don't, I can't guarantee that everything won't go. But I think that at this point it is getting better. And it's, you know, it's funny to me to watch. Really, the only news that I really watch regularly is The Daily Show, and that's because it's on the TV at my desk yeah. every, you know, four hours at work. But it's interesting to watch people and watch just the perception of something that's exactly the same as it was a month ago. But now the perception is that it's better. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love that thought process. And right now everybody's perception is it's getting better. It's getting better. So I feel like that is something that, especially when it comes to the media and, you know, the public's belief. Yeah. People saying that it's getting better are going to bring people on board with believing it's getting better. And when people and believe it's getting better, they're going to act and spend like exactly. it's getting better. Exactly. And that's, and that's what it takes. I mean, give me a wild prediction that just might come true, but it's way far out there. Do you see something that is going to, Blow people's socks off? Or are we going to see all video games go the route of the connect? Is the joystick dead in 2011? Uh, are we going to see... What are we going to see? My wacky prediction. Wacky prediction. Wacky prediction. At the end of season five of Critical Hit, one of our primary characters will end up dead as a mackerel. And Rodrigo oh no, not will Ted. take over as PC... 
Oh, there you go. Rodrigo will take over as a PC, and one of the other players will run Season 6, and Season 6 will be called Rise of the Autobots. <laughs> Michael yeah, Bay as our guest campaign. dungeon master. It definitely did get more crazy as it went because it's like one of the like one of the player or one of the characters being killed. I keep planning for that for every session, so it's <laughs> bound to happen eventually. And then it got crazy from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Bay. It really, I, I, I think we're gonna have some some really good guests in 2011. I'm already starting to line some up. Next week, I gotta send another email off, but uh, uh, the new uh, PR guy over at. Uh, Archie Comics is going to join us. Nice. Uh, supposedly. I mean, we kind of set this up before the holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk about it. He was Alex. He was over at DC Comics as their PR guy. Now he's over at Archie Comics. So we'll talk about some differences. We'll talk about some ways of marketing comics. Um, we've done this in the past. A lot of people have liked it. So we'll have him on. Talk about Mega Man. We'll talk about Mega Man, hopefully. I don't know what he can talk about as far as that goes, but I'll see what I can pry out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have that. And then we've, I'm going to try to work on a lot more guests on, on the show. And get them back, get Peter Coogan back in 2011. We'll have the Super Future Friends back in 2011. Uh, we'll have some other show people on. We are trying to get uh, Sam from uh, the Almost Friday show mm-hmm. on. She was going. We were trying to get her on over the break, but she had to work. So we'll get some. We'll get some people on this year, and it'll be fun. We. Uh, you might even see some new shows <gasps> come out. I, I predict the Want List will return. Uh, in that is a wild prediction. Uh, but I gotta lose a couple pounds first, <laughs> uh, or hire someone else to do uh, it. We might even see some more live video shows of, yeah. of major spoilers. I'm talking to somebody about a new desk that would look awesome on television. Awesome. Do I get? Do I get a like band, yes. like little podium thing? We're gonna get that little monkey <laughs> that bangs his cymbals together, and he'll be our band. King, 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 king. Yes, with the major spoiler band. <laughs> You should sit behind a guitar like Kevin Eubanks, but not yeah. let on that you can't actually play guitar <laughs> in, like in Kevin In fact, Eubanks. I will sit behind a guitar, and the guitar will have, like, plastic hands, like, on it, and I'll just keep my hands, like, at my sides. You know, people are, are laughing now, but when that show comes on, it's the major spoilers band, and it's a monkey with cymbals. Yeah. You're going to know where that, where that got started, so. All right. His name is Packin' Peanut. Is that what his name is? Yes. All right. I like the little one that was the little smoking guy that would shake the little shaker, and then he'd smoke, and then he goes, king, 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 and his nose would light up red because he was too drunk. Nice. Yeah, that's my favorite one. That's from my great-grandmother's. Last prediction for 2011. Yes. The Broadway production of Spider-Man Turn on the Dark will finally be canceled when someone loses a limb. You think some? You know that's not that's not too far off. No, it's really not. There have been accidents on that set already. The, the main act, the the lead actress, is there walked. She said uh, she had a concussion. She's walked. A lot of stunt people have broken wrists. One of the leads broke their wrist, and they keep saying the show will go on. They keep having inspectors show up and say, "No, everything's cool." I think the last stunt actor that got hurt said he's not suing because it was really more his fault than anything. But mm-hmm. I mean, good lord, well, that's because Bono that is telling him to. After that guy's accident, though, they're like, we're going to instate a new security policy. Well, what's that, producers of Spider-Man? We're going to make sure somebody other than the guy putting on the harness checks the harness. Yeah, no. You know, that sounds like the kind of thing you might have wanted to have in place from yes, the beginning. Yes, before, yeah. No, Matthew, I think you're dead on. I think, and it may not, 
it may be not somebody just losing a limb. It may be somebody losing a life in this case. But yeah, um, at least one of when them. people look back on 2011, I hope they got the six. I hope they don't before they went in. I hope they don't. You know, but when people look back at 2011, they may look at Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark like they look at Jonah Hex in 2010. Yeah, yeah, it looks really bad. It does look bad. You know, don't you want to see it? Don't you want to go spend 50 bucks and sit in that theater and go, oh, oh my God. Oh, I kind of do, except for the fact that I would fear for my own safety, because you know, <laughs> you know, they have, you know, somebody. they have a thing where Spider-Man flies in above the audience. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they have that or the Green Goblin or whoever, whoever they're having. Or that new Some kind of, like, or whatever it is. Yeah, salad shooter lady. <laughs> um, you know, they have that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, because it just looks so bad. Like, I remember, and I think I've mentioned this before, they, they, they were like, okay. We will tell you where the, the, the subtitle for this, Turn Off the Dark, comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, Bono is like, so this kid is like telling his dad and his dad is like, oh, I'm going to turn on the light. And the kid's like, no, daddy, turn off, turn off the dark. And that's the thing. And I'm like, wait, so this didn't even come from a Spider-Man thing? Uh, it's just like something cool that Bono heard? Uh, what if, like... So you're telling me that the subtitle for this could have just been Spider-Man Flex Mentalo. <laughs> I mean, just because it's something something cool that Bono heard on the streets. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, hand me that piano. <laughs> exactly. Spider-Man, lactose intolerant. <laughs> exactly. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, not to be taken with alcohol. <laughs> Spider-Man, check out the jugs on that redhead. Spider-Man, raping your memories since 1937. Yep. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, somebody lamb meat with pita on the side. Yes. What's that, Matthew? I had the first Spider-Man from 1939, he said to me. And I said, no, you don't. And he said, how do you know I don't? And I'm like, well, A... And then I went down the reason. He's like, well, I don't think you know anything. I'm like, okay, here's an Overstreet price guide. You should totally buy this. He's like, okay. So he spends $25 and I opened it. And I said, there, Spider-Man 1961. Now get the hell out of my store. <laughs> Spider-Man, get the hell out of my store. <laughs> uh, the death of Spider-Man. Oh, wait, no, that's actually happening. So, Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into the weekend show. Those are our predictions for 2011. Hopefully, somebody wrote them down because I'm going to be too lazy December 31st of 2011 to go back and listen to this show and try to figure out what was right and what was wrong. Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, we're going to leave it up right. to the spoiler rights to say you guys were right or you guys were wrong or I don't know. Kick them oh. when they up, kick them when they down. Yep, exactly. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. We'll be talking about Aphrodite 9 from uh, Top Cow. Why? Because we know that you love comics, and we do too, and we're interested in checking this out. Bye. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com, and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers Forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash majorspoilers. Fat Dick's revision of Superman. I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, they kicked my butt out on the corner. 
What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm Stark Raven rich like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun Be in the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler This is where you would hear a cute kid, but they're all asleep right now. Copyright 2011. Woo! Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.